I was deeply strangled by poverty. Nobody to help me. Strangled by poverty? Illuminati Temple of Riches, 90 at gmail.com. Occult festiver around the corner. Festival? Festival? Join the great Illuminati today. I don't know why I'm speaking like this. Oh, Coachella's today. How do you just join? I'm really confused. My husband passed away a couple of months ago. I'm living on a small income. I miss him terribly. I don't need Seton to keep me in furs. Million dollar mansions that won't feed me. When the money is good for burning. Let's see if the Illuminati feeds you when you complain. You're hungry and thirsty. Okay, what, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> uh, hello. You must be careful. Most of the comments about joining Illuminati are fake. I was recently scammed <laughs> no. by three people came in. I lost t- over $12,800 until a friend d- directed me to a real agent. If you want to become a member of Illuminati, call me. Oh my. Hello. Welcome. You have not joined this is not illuminati podcast this is or we're not asking you to join join the illuminati Illuminati. we don't know how to do that either that's what i'm saying (laughs) join the illuminati obviously by asking that you i know obviously by asking that person whatever (laughs) or you know Uh, like a man or something i don't know that too new world order so oh gosh all right so we have just recently finished our conspiracy theories if you haven't figured that out <laughs> we're still coming off that we're high. still coming off that high um so this is two girls a one scaredy cat this is isabel speaking as the scaredy cat yo girls oh i'm emily sorry i'm monica <laughs> Jeez, um, girls um today's um, theme is unsolved Disappe- oh, disappearance. Oh my god. <laughs> I messed it up. Let's try it again. <laughs> we do. Keep this in And whack you. Okay, go. Unsolved. Disappearances. Part two. We're stupid. <laughs> no, not be kind to yourself. Monica, always Thank the you. knight in shining armor against ourselves. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. one of the horsemen. Yeah, the apocalypse say, you, of niceness. Are you, are you You're talking... the Lucifer horse? Yeah, I was going to say, are you the taking Blicifer. Lucifer? Did we ever figure out if there's four horses? Blue, nice Lucifer. No, I'm gonna. I'll look that up later. Okay. I looked it up. It. Uh, nah. Nah. No. Okay, that's not <laughs> that we know of. They could all be in Russia. And if we you never know. If you don't know what we're talking about, please <laughs> refer back to the episode before this because. Yeah. 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 It's important. It's important. <laughs> um, I wanted to do unsolved disappearances again because I love them, in the sense. In the same way that Monica loves conspiracy theories. Again, referring back to episode uh, before this. Previous. And we've done them already. We've done an episode already. Um, go listen to it. Who did we talk about on that one? Um, I talked about um, Gary Mathias and his friends that went missing. Oh, I... The you your The Yuba, Yuba vibe. vibe. I said Yoruba, which is a, like, Guys, uh, that one tribe in Nigeria. broke my that heart. That uh, that haunts me. I yeah. think of it. Yeah, I think about it all the time. All the time. About okay, and then Moni, what was yours? She needed uh, Cynthia Anderson. Yes, yes. The she was reading a romance novel when spirit. Oh, and the romance novel was like oh yeah, someone just got so clue or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like who leads that clue? Yeah, if it's a clue, if it's someone a clue. took her. Yeah. All right. 
Um, so now that we recapped you, if you want to go listen, go listen. And you can, yeah, we, those are good. Those are those are really good ones, honestly. Um, yeah, I um, definitely like on my list of stuff that I want to cover. A lot of them are like unsolved things, not necessarily disappearances, just like unsolved stuff. Um, but that's like your. It's the spoopiest. It's, I think it's. I think it's the spoopiest. I think it causes a lot of good discussion. I think it is also really good for if people are listening, like, and they might know what we're talking about. Yeah, for like their ideas, and also just bringing light to these stories. Yeah, because some of them are we don't we yeah, talk no about, about them. no one talks about and them. It's yeah. like it's like if a tree falls in the woods, sort of thing, like. Who hears These it? People goes mi- go missing, or they die and you can't figure out why, or somebody killed them and you don't know who or why. Yeah, it's like completely heartbreaking. And I mean, the Yuba that one. I yeah, <sighs> yeah. I um, my heart. Yeah. Okay. Dole the hands. Go. <laughs> One, two, three. One, two, three. Michael, that was before three! <laughs> okay, I won. Uh, okay. It was like... It was really graceful, though. How you guys did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, a lot of the information that I got uh, from this was an article on Outside Online. So, I am doing the disappearance of Madison Scott. Oh, but heard first, um, so I wanted to dedicate this particular story to Samantha Josephson, the USC student who oh, got wow. into the wrong car because she thought it was her Uber and was murdered. I went to that school. <laughs> yeah. Uh did the... Uh, is that USC? Yeah, yep. it was mine. Oh, I thought it was. It was, no, was it was a hard week for us there too because um, we actually had a suicide before that. The week it was the same week there was a suicide that happened on campus, and then that happened. And people, I hate people right now on Twitter and Instagram because a lot of this, a lot of what people are saying is, you should never leave your friend. It's all the friend's fault. But like they're grieving just as much as anyone else's. Yeah. And if you've it's ever been a bar, it's not like they, they've literally stated they didn't leave her. She lost them. Yeah. And that happens. I lost my friend so much when I was at those bars. I, it was a bar. Those are bars I went to. That's the town. Ta- that's the college i went to the bar scene i was in like he that man who took her was definitely planning on doing something he had the child to anyone it was just unfortunately her he had the child locks on he pulled up to a curb like there's no way that how do you know about the child locks i read so much about this because i arrested him he arrested he arrested him and in in the console, he had her cell phone. He had bleach. He had wipes already. He had blood in his car. The child locks were on. His windows were tinted. He was driving she's into developing. a bar scene. Do you hear this? What? Like yeah. she's investigating. I love it. We well, it's not. It's you. not that I'm investigating. It's that it, it happened so at yeah. my university, and it happened to someone who was in my Greek community. Like it's not. It was. 
very personal attack reading people's comments on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook saying that you should never leave your friends. Like, what kind of friends are you? It's college. It's it's college. It could happen to anyone. It can happen anywhere. It it wasn't if it wasn't going to be her, it was going to be someone else. And as someone as like I I do an Irish goodbye, which if y'all don't know what an Irish goodbye is, is you leave without telling anyone. It's bad, Monica. Don't do that. A hundred percent, totally bad. But it's just easier than saying goodbye to a bunch of people. At least just say goodbye to one person, so at least one person knows that you're. Usually, the person I'm like in the middle of the conversation, I've decided I want to leave. I'm like, all right, I'm dipping out, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. I mean, just as long as somebody knows. Yeah. Or sometimes it's like somebody. bathroom. But- bye. You know, yeah. I mean, but it's it, either like not their fault. Either way, you lose your friends at bars. You lose your friends at festivals. You lose your friends. You you can lose your friend at a mall. Okay, so you, to say that it is a friend's fault, or to say that I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous because it's the fucking murderer's fault. Yeah, and so it's the predator that's trying to pick up somebody that they know is looking for a ride. So, like, it's, I mean, the yeah. people that are saying that kind of thing on social media are coming from a place where they are horrified by what has happened, and they don't know what else to do. This happens all the time. It's like, they need people to talk about Ted Bundy, and they're like, it's the women's fault for yeah. going with him. It's, not- it's like, no, it's not. It's fucking Ted Bundy's <laughs> fault for being a sociopathic, psychopath murderer. Like, it. He was disgusting. It's his fault. He killed them. Yeah. You know, it's whatever. But So, a bill was passed in South Carolina where Ubers and Lyfts do have to have a sticker. And the really? university did state, um, I love President Pastides. He's actually retiring from the, the university this year. Um, but he had put out two different things that... Um, like he wrote a letter, and one of the th- things was before you get into your car, and before after you check the license plate and whatever if you, that you know Uber allows, ask the driver what's my name. So yep. whenever you, whenever you get in a car, remember to say what's my name because you're remembering Samantha's name too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Just protect yourselves. Take women. Unfortunately, uh, have to take measures yeah. to look out for themselves in our society. Um, I w- do want to say, however, if you are in a place where you are sober and you are thinking about leaving your friends who are inebriated, don't. Yeah. I will say that. I don't really care if you get lost or whatever. Like, that's a whole other issue because it's just getting crowded and getting, yeah that's a whole that's, yeah. that's unfortunate yeah that, that is what happened to them but if you are in a situation where your drunk friend is like i'm fine like i can do it they're not they're yeah. not they're absolutely not i don't care what they say and don't put them in a cab and let them go like go with them just don't leave your friends if you are in a position where you can is all i'm gonna say you wouldn't it's not let- your fault <laughs> I but I'm admit, I'm adding the addendum to women have to look out for each other in this yeah. society. And it's funny because after this happened, like me and Wolf talked about it and he was like, I didn't realize what fear you have when you get into an Uber or a Lyft and I always send 
my mom, Wolf, like my location if I'm getting into an Uber or left by myself. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I never had to think. I he's, a lot he, of women have to like call. Yeah, and on the phone, and I Wolf, try not to take them. Yeah. Yeah. And Wolf was like, I never realized, like, that's why you it's do why it. why I don't take Ubers if I have to take one. Like, Uber has a no issue wax. with letting <laughs> randos join their company. Like, it's, Day of. it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, And the statistics don't lie. So, um, not that Lyft, Lyft is, is any better. better. <laughs> yeah. It is statistically... But they also promised that they were going to have, like, female drivers, like, focusing on that. Like, yeah. I'm sure women were more comfortable, and they've never come through with that promise. So, honestly, like, I don't really care. Just be careful. I don't. I hate that women have to do that, but just be careful. So, this case reminded me of Samantha's. Um, they're not entirely the same, but they're... There's some similarities there. So, um, so Madison Scott was born April 29th, 1991 in Vanderhoof, British Columbia, BC. Vanderhoof. So that's in Canada. Canada. For those that don't know, British Columbia is a province of Canada and Vanderhoof is a small town. Uh, very small, but we'll get to that in a second. She was the middle child. She had an older sister, Georgia, and a younger brother named Ben. She had shoulder length, ginger hair, green eyes, a big smile, and some freckles on her nose. And um, she had a pierced, a piercing in her nose. Woo woo! Yeah, Paula. Uh, she graduated in 2009 from Vanderhoof's Nechaco Valley Secondary School. So high school. Yeah. She was 5'4". And 170 pounds, and also like to play ice hockey and rugby. Ice hockey. Nice. Rugby. Very. She has such a cute little smile. Very, very physical activities. (laughs) She's cute. She's a hearty girl. There are lots of pictures of Madison on the internet for everyone to go look at. She had a cute little dog in that one we showed. Yeah, I don't know if she had a dog, but. She's holding a dog. Yeah. (laughs) Someone's dog. Um. So Vanderhoof is a small town in the middle of what is referred to as the sawdust belt of British Columbia. So like northern British Columbia. Okay. I don't know where British Columbia is either. So. Hey, it's in the same province as. Um, Vancouver? No. Montreal. No, I'll pull I, up a photo. It's just above Washington. Oh. So is so in the Vancouver. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. I think Vancouver, that... B.C., Victoria, BC. That makes they, sense. They, like, get people to come yeah. help. I, I'll talk I about it later. Whatever, whatever. Okay. Um, it's the one if you take a, an Alaskan cruise, you'd go into. Yeah. So it has about 4,800 residents. <laughs> That's so tiny. I mean, Plano has over a million people living in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's, like, not compare it to Dallas-Fort Worth area. <laughs> so, I, just to give you an idea. Really tiny. So we have no concept of that basically you know almost every that's like the size of my company well a small company so madison who went by maddie 
had both girly and tomboyish sides to her. Who cares? Gender is not real. But I was going to say, why does that? She was a regular person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I don't know. I guess the, the thing that they kept saying is like, you know, she liked to dress up. And like go to dance school dances and stuff and wear pretty dresses. My gosh, she, she was multifaceted. I, know, I almost right? just said that. Like, and then wow. also she like um, can get. She loved to take... go horseback riding. She loved a dirt bike and snowmobile. Um, she also had just begun an apprenticeship as a mechanic at her father's shop. Yo, that's so sick! Do you know how hard it is to find female mechanics? If you if you want to really be a mechanic. Hard. Go do it, especially your female. Well, anybody, honestly. It's a trade. It's a that trade can, that is amazing, and you can every, make. There, we will always need mechanics. You will make so much money. We will always need mechanics. So you will make so especially much when money. The robots take over. Yeah. So um, the company was called MBG Logging. Um, her parents are named Eldon and Don. By the way, Maddie's softer side showed a passion for photography. She focused her camera on birds, flowers, friends, and especially her younger sister, which her older sister. I don't know why that's his younger sister, her older sister. Um, so Maddie is described as having a vivacious, fun-loving, playful, social personality, and she would often do things on the spur of the moment. She would often break off engagements if she felt there was something more fun. For example, she broke off an engagement with her cousin Cora with a day's notice to go to a party, which we will be talking about at a lake nearby instead. Still, it is considered completely out of her personality for her to be out of touch with her family and friends for long. Maddie loved to have nice things too. So she just upgraded her iPhone. So Maddie is also described as having a caring and affectionate personality. She was described by her friend Chelsea Little as, quote, willing to give the shirt off her back. Aww. End quote for anyone in need. Maddie also enjoyed performing with and for her friends in short amateur video productions. There's like one on YouTube still. I didn't watch it. It was like making me uncomfortable. So I was like, eh. Um, she was also described as someone who would bring it all together, meaning like she would like unite friend groups. Yeah. Anyway, it was also reported that Maddie focused more on social endeavors at school. And though she managed the academic side of school, she wasn't too interested in academics. Amen. <laughs> Me too. I didn't really focus on the social aspect either. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't know what that makes me, but <laughs> I thought you had on mute. Sorry. Uh, Maddie was single in the spring of 2011. Okay, every episode, sorry, every episode you can hear my phone go off from a text message. I swear to God, it's usually my mom text. Why <laughs> Why does being mom. single... It's aspect? relevant to the story. Oh, it is relevant to the story? Like on apps or something. How did you know that? Whoa. Modern era, right? Oh, my God. Okay. Is it? That was literally oh, my next sentence. What was <laughs> she like? My next sentence is she was on a couple of dating sites at the time. Oh, anyway, I don't think really that. What, kind of what, way, but what year is this again? 2011. Oh, spring okay. 2011. So April so, 29th. Wait, Tinder wasn't it? Tinder so was that was founded 2012. So, right, so she was on like probably like actual like website, dating yeah, like app. match or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, well, she was out of high school, right? Yeah. Oh, match found a Tinder. Did they she, wanted to make it more, 
sorry, a match founded Tinder because they wanted to take the social free. stigma of uh, away like from, from online dating, dating because people were like, why would I do online dating? I'm like only weirdos it. are on it. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, we're just going to create this app. And then it's like, oh, look at it's all the off. great times. Yeah. And yeah. then it, they like spun it off. And yeah. then Bumble came from sexual harassment, harassment from on one of the Tinder. founders. And I know this all because the, one of the founders went to SMU. Oh, that's really cool. Perner. Pull me up. Nice. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. So, like I said, she was on a couple of dating sites. There was a guy who she was interested in for some time, but he had told her that he just wanted to be friends. Um, according oh. to Dawn, her mother, Maddie was kind of upset about it, but, like, nothing drastic. I mean, when you get rejected, you're upset, you know? Whatever. Yeah, I mean... Um, this is high school. No, it's not. Oh, she's not in high school. <laughs> she's not. She's several years out of high school. Um, she graduated high school in 2009. It's 2011. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There was another boy who was interested in her, but according to Don, she wasn't interested in him. Don said that he had gotten a bit huffy in private, according to a couple of people, but never like a public display or like to Maddie's face. Um, so like to his friends, he was like, Damn. He's Damn. probably upset, too. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the cycle continues. Hopefully, he wasn't one of those assholes that was, like, one of her friends. and um, Just to try and do Yeah, it. you know, whatever, like, quote-unquote friend-zoned, which isn't real. Anyway. Um, like... Don't get me started. Yeah, let, yeah like, let's, let's not. not. <laughs> Ow, I rolled my eyes so hard it hurt. Yeah, I have so much to say about that topic. I'm just not even going to go. We can it. spin off. We can do a mini sode about friend zoning. I would have cases to do for it. We so. can. Because that would be a good theme. Men, men feel entitled and do the stabbing Just saying stab. no is a crime to them, apparently. That's why you have to tell them that you have a fake boyfriend to leave you alone. You can't even tell them that you're gay. That won't make them leave no because no. apparently it excites them yeah the fact that you want to be interested in a man. like why do, why yeah. does it why because apparently lesbianism is performative for men in their opinion and it's i mean it's true so also it's even why some... lesbian porn is the most popular search mm-hmm. porn <laughs> in the world um and why a lot of um adult film people uh female adult actresses yes female adult actresses are often straight in these films because they get two straight actresses to perform together because that's why whoa it's so hot yeah but then it's not it doesn't make any sense okay well also even sometimes when you say you have a boyfriend it doesn't even keep guys away but they have more respect for men for men, yeah, that's the thing. They have more respect for a, ma- a fictional male than you just saying, no, no, thank you. Yeah. I hate that. Okay, okay. anyway. We're so, going to get off our soapbox um, now. <laughs> Maddie had recently gotten a tattoo of a swallow silhouette on the inside of her left wrist. Bird. Yeah, bird. Yeah, okay. it's a bird. A verb. Bird. Dude, that probably kind of a hurt. Kind of it's Probably not that big if it was on the inside of her wrist. Yeah, but wrists is one of the yeah. painful parts. Painful. I mean, it's because it's yeah. bony. It is bony. Okay. But also, if you do it on nothing, it hurts, too. So, like, yeah. inner inner, um, inner bicep. So, on May 27th, 2011, 
Maddie planned on going to a party at Hogsback Lake, which is in Vanderhoof, with her friend. She drove to the lake in her white 1990 Ford F-150 yes, with, <laughs> with this friend, Jordy Bolduc. Maddie planned on camping at the lake with Jordy after the party. Wait, is Jordy a girl or a boy? She's a girl. Okay. These names sound so vague, like a hog's back of and Jordy. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what that accent was, but like, <laughs> it, it, I think it was just like derp to derp because like, <laughs> Jordy, what? Vanderhoof, <laughs> and then, what was it? Hogswash? Hogs back. 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 <laughs> what an inventive name. Oh my, it's a hog. I can't see its face. Oh my, it's hog's back. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll, Monica. I'll okay. I... <laughs> I'll let you get off of that. Um, Maddie planned on camping with Jordy. All right. Once she arrived, she climbed down from her truck and immediately staked out her two-tone blue nylon tent. So she was like, I'm fucking camping. So um, then... Uh, she was dressed in a black t-shirt and capri jeans. Her and Jordy went to the party, which was at this lake. Um, Why is clothing wear important? Is it important later on? You have a question? Yeah. Well, I'll answer yours first. I mean, this is the last time we saw her. Okay. So what she was it's wearing details. was kind of important. Yeah. Okay. Sh- and what was your question? It was a party. Yep. And she brought a tent. Party. She's she camping. On camping after the after party. the intrigue. Okay, so she wouldn't have to drive. And also smart. That's yeah. smart. Also, also May probably and is like beautiful. Nice in also drinking age in Canada is eighteen. So yeah, and um, she's also she's out of high school with her friend. So. You know, whatever. It's like also she did this a lot, and it sounds like it wasn't unusual for people to, to do, do that, that. Yeah. after parties that were here also a lot of parties took place at this place it's like an outdoor party like you could grill that's and so have cool. a fire oh that's so like, think cool about that kind yeah of okay party not like it's not indoors <laughs> sorry i guess i should yeah that makes more sense now okay um not like at a lake house no yeah, yeah. like clearing. literally oh it's, a, it's like a forest party yeah a bonfire like in a clearing i don't know about the fire i was just okay. saying like you could probably have a fire um okay so there was about 50 people at this party. They were all from the Vanderhoof area, a mix of 18 to 25-year-olds um, with a couple, like, older people who probably, like, just feel like hanging out with young people from time to time. Um, so does she know the person who's th- – is this just a random party or that she heard of or does she um, know the person that's throwing the party? So the person whose party it was um, – it was a birthday party, and it was okay. thrown as a yearly event okay. cool. by this guy. Okay. 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 Thank you. Um, Sounds like a movie. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> um, Charlie's birthday's coming up. You going? Yeah. Every that's year. exactly it. So. <laughs> uh, so no one who attended wanted to publicly say what went on party-wise. In general, folks say that... <laughs> the fuck why why is that what y'all immediately went to (laughs) um let me finish my sentence so in general folks attended um and they said it was what happens whenever young people gather in the woods at night drugs orgies so the same thing that their parents did at parties when they were young at hogsback lake um 
They did the Beast of Two Hogs back. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the title. That is the title. Um, But no, for real, like, it doesn't sound too different from any other kind of party. No, exactly, yeah. Like, never tell your parents what went on at parties. Like, Like, I walked into so many people giving head and, like, bumping uglies, like, in high school. Not that many, because I I really didn't go to that many parties. I was, like, in high school. Not in high school. They're, like, all 18 and up. Yeah. Everything is legal except probably the drugs, which is probably why they don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Depends where they are. You know, maybe the marijuana was legal. No, I but if they're wait, in, a, wait, in the woods, I feel Vancouver, like Vancouver, NBC, I think in 2011, probably not in 2011, okay. but it is now legal <sighs> weed. There okay, one so other than Jordy, Maddie was friends with a few other people at the party. Um, I just hate those awkward like I'm only friends with a few people, but Maddie seems like a very people there. Maddie seems like a very social person though. So. Yeah, I doubt she had that kind of thought yeah i would have <laughs> so um jordy and maddie met in 2007 at their high school mm-hmm. jordy was new to the school and maddie became friends with her soon after um but their friendship had kind of like dwindled yeah um, high school friendships well okay uh, as i sit in a room with my two best high school yeah, friends but, but we're not friends with any of the other people yeah high school with yeah and like you realize when you like leave places like that that you're only friends because you saw them every day yeah it's a high school friendship yeah it's harder to maintain maintain after especially if you have nothing in common other than the fact that you sat next to them yeah yeah yep yeah um so i mean they were obviously still friends they were gonna like camp out together and go to this party together but i know probably wasn't yeah it's probably wasn't as close yeah So, um, Maddie had retired to her tent and sleeping bag before a fight broke out around midnight Mm. and Jordy was injured because she fell into the fire. (gasps) (laughs) I think that it wasn't like lit, but I think it was ashes. Yeah. So. Damn it. Wolf said the party probably was lit though. And then Monica screamed. Uh, (laughs) All right. And she was drunk, as we can probably ascertain by falling into the fire. Again, 18 is the legal drinking age in Canada. And they're 20. Yeah, so. So, Like. um, So she felt compelled to leave with her new boyfriend. With her new boyfriend? Yeah. She had a. Did she? Jordy. Jordy. Okay, no, my question is, did Jordy get the boyfriend at the party? I, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think so. So according to Jordy, even though she had tried to convince Maddie to leave, Maddie was already in her sleeping bag and didn't want to get up. So Jordy left her there. No. Did other people stay to camp? No. No. Why did only one person stay? And then, like, did Jordy, was she originally going to stay, but then, like, left because yeah, she, her, like, caught her, on fire? Jordy and Maddie were going to camp together. Why'd you leave her? And you left just one person camping alone? I, I mean, okay, the thing is, oh, so many people camp alone. One. Two. I, I'm not saying that Jordy did the right thing, but I, I'm also not saying that this should this shouldn't have happened it's kind of a reverse situation of what we were just talking yeah. about because maddie is the the sober one and or probably not sober but she's insisting on staying saying yeah and jordy jordy's drunk. yeah maddie could both be drunk and yeah it's just a bad situation yeah. um but 
to be fair, Maddie and Jordy were never planning on leaving. They were planning on staying. It's true. This is true. Together? Yeah. They did come and Maddie left with her new boyfriend. Jordy left with her new boyfriend. I'm assuming Jordy's boyfriend drove himself there. They did not drive all three Uh together because Maddie's truck is still there. Yes. All right. Okay. So the last anyone admits to seeing Maddie was around 3 a.m. Admits. I mean, allegedly, (laughs) you know, whatever. So, I mean, they mean the tent. Yeah. So that means everyone left at three. Everyone left. So was Maddie the only one camping? (sighs) Lord almighty. Yeah. Okay. So Jordy came back to the campsite with her boyfriend at 830 in the morning, the next morning, to get Jordy's clothes and sleeping bag before Jordy went to work. That's good. That's a good. I mean, I wish they went earlier to check on the front, but like. Huh. Well, okay. Eight thirty is early. Eight is yeah, early. For being drunk. Yeah. And falling into a fire, fire at three a.m. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. We don't know what time they left. Well, I mean, either way, like still being yeah. drunk, falling into a fire, and you're waking up at eight to go get clothes to go to work. Yeah. I wouldn't go to work. I'd be like, I fell into a fucking fire last night. I'm not going to work. I would have gone out if I had to wake up at eight. To That's move. true. That too. But, but precious year old sleep do it all the time. Precious. Yeah. Yeah, enough. this is true. We are 25 and 24. I'm not 25. I'm the only one that's 25. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's only one of us. I'm the old babe. <laughs> okay, so when Jordy had gone into the tent, however, she found Maddie's tent unzipped with her sleeping bags and stuff moved to the side. Jordy said that she didn't see Maddie and never reported this to anyone. Never reported this to anyone. Who in the right mind doesn't report that, you know, her friend's car is still there, the campsite is she's still there, there, but she's not there. And then you don't her like Her assumption was that she was, like, in the bathroom because there was a bathroom, like, right Okay, but there. then you don't go to the bathroom and check on your friend and be hey, like, Maddie. Hey, Maddie, you I there? I got my stuff. Yeah. You just gonna grab your shit and leave? I mean, even if you're not close friends... Doesn't matter. Your shit is still in there. Yeah. Okay, so... Maddie and Don were texting at 11.30 p.m., and the last activity on her phone was at about 12.30 a.m. on Saturday to the 28th, so, like, Saturday in the morning while she was in her tent. Um... When, according to Don, there was an incoming call from a guy. They know this guy. He's not a suspect. Okay. We don't know who he is. So, cell phone records were retrieved by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. The Mounties! (laughs) Yeah! Um, Including tower pings, and, you know, they got everything that they needed from this. Um, There was no record of any incoming cell phone activity after this. And the cell phone stopped pinging in the tower at about 8 a.m. Interesting timeline. So, Jordy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Do you have opinions in this case? Yeah. You're a very opinionated person, so I'm sure you It's do. like, I don't know if it comes from a place where I'm, like, pissed that she left That's Maddie in the sense, like, I would have I would have just insisted. Like, I don't care if you're lazy and you're already in your sleeping bag. Get the fuck up. Like, we'll come get your shit tomorrow. And, like, okay, if the, fine, whatever. If you're, like, a selfish person when you're drunk, fair enough, that's a common thing. But if your boyfriend is sober enough to drive, why didn't he say, like, come on, like, it's not just sisters watching out for sisters. It's, like, 
everybody. It's everybody, yeah. yeah for, it doesn't matter who like, you are. Other people at the party. Like, yeah. Hey, are you by yourself? I noticed Jordy left. Like, I know you guys came together. Yeah. But hey, like, why do you have a tent? Literally, everyone's leaving. This is yeah. the forest. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 2011. <laughs> and, like, we know bad things happen there. Like, or, like, we know that bad things are capable of happening when a woman is by herself yeah. in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it, it's okay. so the, another thing, though, is like, Based uh, off of Madi- what, I did dumb shit when I was twenty. Yeah. I did a lot of I put myself in dangerous situations. Yeah. Hi mom and dad. That's a lot of the comments about this story, like it's just all unfortunate. And like also Maddie is you an adult. Yep, she's an adult. I you'll c- you'll see in a second, like you know, she's an adult. She's probably just as stu- stubborn as all yeah. of us in this room is are. Like we are very stubborn people. So like if you're if on, though, but this is true. Like, if honestly, if Wolf is trying to wake me up in the morning and I'm like, I'm not getting up, I will not get up, regardless of the fact that I need to go do something, like, until last minute. Like, yeah. I'm so stubborn. Like, it's not, you know, like, yeah. If you are already set in your way and you're in a sleeping bag, and I get where I get where Madison was coming from. Yeah. It's just all. It's just sad. all unfortunate. Tired. Yeah. yeah. I hate driving when I'm I like tired. your friend breaks your plans. It's like, no, I'm mad at you. Just leave me alone. I don't want to like hang out with yeah. you, you know? It's yeah. just, yeah. Um, and maybe you're like really stoked about nature and maybe that place has like a really nice sunrise view and like you were just so excited to, to like, see it. To hang out with your friend and yeah. see that. And then it's like, break my plans. Well, fuck you. I want to see this, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. There's all those things. And you're 20 years old. You're not going to think... You're like, I have all this wonderful freedom now, and I'm, yeah. like, making money. And then it's, like, you're still very young and very vulnerable as, like, no matter what age, you're a vulnerable human being because people out there, like, kind of suck. Yep. People I, are I scary. mean, killers, not, like, assholes. But assholes suck, too. Yeah. Um, Take it over. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, like, we're, like, conceptually thinking. I just think it's a series of it's unfortunate possible. events. Yeah, and it is. It is. Was there a man with that ankle tattoo and an eye? <laughs> yes. Count Okay. So a second party occurred that next night at at this lake. Wow. <laughs> this is a very popular place. Well, um, it was twice the size of the party the night before. Uh. Yes. It, that sucks. It was his birthday party and then a bang and bash happens the next day. <laughs> well, probably this Charlie dude. We're saying Charlie because you called him Charlie. This Charlie dude was probably like, I want to keep it intimate. 50 people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> birthday. Yeah. So, it's like Maddie. Becky, she can't come. And yeah. then Becky's like, Well, I'm going to throw my own party, Charlie. Three. Yeah. Two, Why am I talking like Double that? the size of yours, Charlie. <laughs> Why am I the talking? The two people like I know that are named Becky, two Rebecca's are like some of the most brilliant people I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, b- some of the most brilliant people I know. Oh, this reminds me of um, the Lemonade song, Becky with the Good Hair. Yeah. What? Beyonce. Oh. Throwback to last episode. So, <laughs> so Maddie's sister was actually at the second party, but she didn't see Maddie and um, didn't want to report that she had actually been at this party because she it was in age. the middle of the field and they're trespassing. No, she's underage. No, uh, she's older than Maddie. Oh. Um, but like, again, with the shit that's happening at these parties like but did you see your sister's tent and car and didn't see your sister see okay that's weird like how do you not maybe well i don't know if she was looking for it i don't know if she was looking for it but her all her things were still there to be fair 
So they live together. All the I think so, yeah. I if I knew my sibling went to a party the night before at the same place come back, and then come well, home and I don't see them there. It's only been a day. Also, like she's an adult. Also, like again, yes, all the other things we said. Yeah, yeah. and like again, might not be as close as because I have like a super close yeah. family and we're like constantly talking all the time. And we know where each other. Are same for the most part. Same yeah. with me and my sister. Yeah. I mean, like. She tells me yeah, everything. Yeah, you and your mom, too. Yeah. Like, we're all hyper-close Yeah, we. People. I don't think we can understand that kind of family. Family unit. dynamics, if yeah. If that's the case, because any... Like, she maybe had no fucking clue that her sister hadn't come home yet. Like, she could have just been like, yeah, Maddie's, like, been out all day, whatever. Like, or she was at work, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Timelines. And then she went day. to a party. They could have just never crossed, crossed paths. Crossed paths, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you well, live your own life. Exactly. Even if you live in the same house, you live your own lives. Yeah. Come in, come out, whatever. So, um, Maddie's tent was flattened at the second party, and the person who flattened it was identified and questioned by the Mounties, and nothing was reported to the public in regards to suspicious motives, like, of why they had flattened the tent. Um, Probably because the party got out of hand, he got to fight, someone threw him on the tent. Or, like, they or, ran over it with a car. I don't yeah. know. Like, oh, shit. We yeah, just backed in the, the tent. tent. Um, like, you're drunk, it's dark, you're in the middle of the forest, like, yeah. whatever. So all the next day, like, all that Saturday, Maddie's truck and tent sat in the middle of the park's most trampled spot, and no one says that they saw her. So, well-known in the small town, Maddie had dozens of friends and a large extended family that owned part of a local lumber mill and Vanderhoof's grocery store. Oh, wow. Cute. Yeah. She was also oh, in a... Oh, wow. That's like a grocery store owning families. That's like a big That's like deal. an... And they, like, have oh, a no, little no. small... Money. En- enterprise. Thing. Yeah. Um, she was also an experienced camper who'd been to Hogsback many times. Yeah. I mean, think about, like, Taylor from... More girls like everyone knows him. He yeah. has enough clout to run for mayor. Like that's like a well-known family. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. off my Gilmore girls. Um, by Sunday morning, when none of her friends or family had heard from her uh, since the party, Maddie's parents drove out to the lake. They found her truck, tent, purse, but no Maddie. They immediately called the Vanderhoof detachment of the Mounties. Mm-hmm. When they arrived, the Mounties. They didn't see any sign of struggle, a flat tire, or any reason Maddie would have ditched her truck. Yeah. Or any bear or cougar tracks. Okay. Maddie's keys and iPhone were gone. Huh. Huh. It looked as if she'd simply walked off or gotten into another vehicle. Mm. However. Because there were so many cars there, they couldn't know, like, what led up to the path or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, the, Interesting. the yeah. tent got trampled, too, so, like... She wasn't in it. She wasn't in it. So, let's think. Was she ever in it? Because they see, like, the... She was in her sleep. She was in at 12. Okay, yeah. So... And she had Night. been texting her mom at 1130. And, and her mom... Until, her and her mom, she was, like, already done with the party at that yeah. point. 11.30 at night. And then up until 8 a.m., the, the phone was pinging the yep. tower. 10 a.m. And then so 8 a.m., that's also... The phone wasn't there. They the phone wasn't the there. Phone. But Nine it was hours. pinging the tower, so it was still on somewhere. And then... How far away do you have to be for a tower? Because it could it be like the person's like, oh, shit, there's people coming. And then they're like hiding in bushes. Interesting. The thing with towers and the, what we know now about them, and I, I think at this point they knew about this um, with the technology, is that just because your tower's pinging off 
I mean, your phone is pinging off a certain tower doesn't mean it's the closest tower to you. Yeah. But all they're all they're saying here and all that they've revealed is that the last ping, ping from any tower was, was at 8 a.m., which was also the time that Troy and Troy got Boy there at 8:30. And she says. She said, yeah. Okay. And her, okay. So However, with the Scots' prominence in the community mm. and Maddie known as a responsible, hardworking kid, there was no hesitation about what happened. Putting her on the missing person yeah. list. Um, uh, why do you have to have clout to trust someone to put up? Because that factors into mine. Yeah. Oh. Incompetence of the police and waiting too much time to put them on a missing to care. Okay. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> okay. Sapphire just woke up from a nap. Okay. So something was obviously amiss. Um, and this was the sergeant of the Mounties that was taking care of this case. Um, the local police called in search and rescue teams from Vanderhoof and the small neighboring communities of Ford, Fort St. James and Burns Lake, which are nearby and British Columbia's largest city, Prince George, which has 80,000 people. Wow. Um, where is she? Oh, okay. Cat. Oh. oh, baby, you eating. Hi. Okay. Uh, Prince George is an hour east on Highway 16. Not that I know what any of that means. So they also quickly looped in British Columbia's North District Major Crimes Unit. This is really quick. Yeah. Well, not really. More than 24 hours after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, but like... Once notified. Once notified, that's a really... But still. But still. Yeah. We've lost over 24 hours. Those are the most critical. Those are the most critical time. Um, Okay, so bloodhounds strained to latch on to Maddie's scent. Aircraft mounted with infrared cameras probed the bush boats towed underwater cameras and side scan sonar arrays through the lake wow divers even went into the lake too wow this is a lot a lot i mean again 24 hours already is past though so like but at least they're searching the lake yeah they're searching a lot i mean this is a lot even the canadian rangers which are local detachments of the army joined in on the effort within a day 150 volunteers had shown up to help on May 31st, which was four days after Maddie disappeared, the Mounties suspended the search. The volunteers, however, kept on looking. On June 21st, Maddie's parents offered a $15,000 reward, which they eventually raised to $25,000. And to, like, today, it's $50,000. Oh, my gosh. In a September 1st statement, the Scots asked those with any information to come forward and thanked the tight-knit community. We have always loved living here, they said, and it is often in a time of crisis that you truly see the network of support that exists in an area that we are proud to call home. However, the days and weeks dragged on with no result. The investigation following her disappearance had used more investigative tools than any other case in British Columbia history. It sounds like it, yeah. Pretty, resources pretty everything i mean they did everything yeah. that a you should do. should do and they couldn't find her yeah isn't that awful because we look at so many cases where, where this isn't happening yeah you're saying that yours is like that but like 
we we can look Effort. at police incompetence. We can look at why there's police incompetence, or furthermore, is there a race issue? Is there a class issue? Is there a gender issue? No, white, wealthy, well connected, prominent in the police community, caring woman, woman. police caring. Not uh, nothing. Sex worker. No. What is it? High risk behavior. Yeah. Well, maybe we can argue that the staying in the tent by yourself was a bit high risk, but that's not her fault. Also, no. They say that she was a very well known camper in the area. So, like, it's not high risk if you know how to camp in that area. Yeah. My bet's a party goer. Ooh, or random spoopy man. I don't know. I can't decide yet. I mean, if there's so many people coming through that camping area. Someone would have seen something. Does evidence point to anything? Well, you'll see. So police claim to have interviewed all the partygoers. Claim to interview all partygoers? They have to say claimed because how do you know? know? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is probably. And then you said there was like random adults that wanted to hang out. Yeah. And from what I understand, Maddie didn't know everyone at the party. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's only a few friends and Jordy. So they interviewed everyone at the party um, and reported that they had no reason to believe that anyone at the party was responsible for her disappearance. The police also reported that everyone was cooperative and they took polygraph tests of everybody. Holy. Uh, Most of the people at the party with 150 people, so the second party the following night, also took polygraph tests. Wow effort so that's like i mean that is like 200 also like people willing to do it yeah i need to get my dad to open up a grocery store just in case i get snatched like in canada in canada (laughs) small town canada has to be a small town though (laughs) yeah it really does five grocery stores to ensure my safety (laughs) so jordy reported that she also took um the test numerous times so one thing of note about polygraph tests is that in canada the results of polygraph tests are not actually admissible as evidence in criminal court oh so i mean it leaves the question as why they had polygraph tests intimidation factors but that is exactly what people think um like if they were questioned maybe they would fess up but also you can get through a polygraph test if you know how. if you know how clinch your ass Really? Or pinch yourself. Or put a tum tack. I don't I mean kind of expensive. They're really expensive. I'm so you can look it up. Let me see if I can find one on Craigslist. There was an estate sale in HP while I was driving through, so maybe (laughs) you think they'd have one. (laughs) Is it good, baby? Yeah, good food. My god. Like in a different voice. Sexual. Anyway. Okay. So the police collected that baby? Was oh my gosh, Monica! <laughs> Hi, mom and dad. Don't make my relationship with my cat sexual. Please, please do. I know. Horrifying. I know. There's some real, real weird people out there. Uh, no, it's not crap. real weird. It's just their preference, Ooh, and we're gonna God. stop. <laughs> we support whatever you're into. I support furries no, as actually, long as no, you are doing everything consensually yes consensual there we go yeah because pedophilia is wrong because it's not consensual even if the person is saying yes at six years old or 10 years old or 13 okay yeah i'll get off that (laughs) so the police collected and examined all of maddie's belongings from the campsite including her truck tent sleeping bag and pillow 
The police also collected Jordy's sleeping bag, pillow, and pillowcase, though Jordy had collected them on Saturday morning after the party. Oh, okay. Jordy had washed her pillowcase, but not her sleeping bag. Uh, the police found blood in Jordy's sleeping bag, which was determined to be Jordy's, Jordy's. blood. But she said that it, like she, it was all cleared because she reported it came from when she was on a school trip years before. Okay. So it was like old blood, oh. which now I'm like, ew, wash your fucking sleeping, sleeping bag. Yeah, if they bleed on something, like... I mean, maybe she didn't ew. know, but like, ew, still. Um... So the Scott family also hired a private investigator who did their own interview with Jordy and they reported back to the Scots. And I don't like this part, but that Jordy kept asking to have her favorite pillow back. I want my pillow back. Because they took her pillow to investigate. You can kill someone with a pillow. No, but I'm saying that's what her concern was. I want my favorite pillow back. (laughs) Like... Everything else, somebody's missing. But okay, no, I don't care about having my pillow back. I want to find my. Okay, but she also she's been she's been thoroughly investigated multiple times. I'm not saying she did it. I'm just saying how insensitive. Because okay, I but I also get. I get it. I I mean I get where you're coming from. I also probably can also see where Jory's coming from. She's like, I told you everything the first time. I told you everything the third time can I just have my pillow back? Like, it's probably a comfort thing, honestly, at that point, is... I don't know. If it's a... If, if you sleep with an object and they take it away... I, but if it was, like, something that would clear me, A, and B, had to do with my best friend's disappearance, I would be like, take everything that you want. And I get it. I get it. But, like, there's but also... The there comes to a... After, not... Yeah, I know. I I just like I guess it comes from like a sensitivity standpoint. Yes, give me my phone back, or give, I'm trying to think of something else that's like a blanket. You know. So Sergeant Floyd of the Mounties reported, "quote We haven't identified anyone that would have a grudge or have had any reason to harm or cause Madison's disappearance." End quote. Mounties reported that there was no sign of struggle, and they do believe foul play was involved. However, ooh. How? What? Well, I guess the the only options are foul play or um, an accident or mm, okay. A okay purposeful, like she ran she, away. Why are they? So they ruled out the other one. Why because are they ruling an accident? They like either would have found her or yeah. she would have been in the lake or whatever. Also, running they away. Just don't think based on her personality that she would have run away also like how could she have gotten away without a truck yeah okay i just her keys and phone yeah no that's fine i just i don't like that it's an automatic foul play i don't think it's automatic i think they just had to eliminate i think the fact that they have said that they think it's foul play proves they eliminate everything else yeah they would have had to okay cool so numerous theories exist as to what happened to maddie Judging from her personality, described by friends and family, um, and how she lived with her parents and often checked in, so we know this, uh, it is highly unlikely that she ran away. Okay. Also, since there was no evidence of anything that would have caused her to leave the campsite on her own, such as a flat tire, police consider it unlikely that she left on her own. 
Animal attack has also been considered. Oh, sorry, that was another one. But <laughs> I consider that under like accident. Like it wasn't. Yeah, her yeah, fault. it was so, her fault. Animal attack has been considered, and numerous people have reported seeing a large cougar in the area after the disappearance. Um, however, the animal attack theory has been contested because of the lack of remains. Or I was gonna say you could struggle. find the remain. It it's not. Yeah, or at least like if they like attacked the tent or something yeah. like that there would have been yeah. there had been evidence also they said they couldn't find any like paw prints or shit yeah like, cracks yeah that's yeah. exactly it paw prints is probably not <laughs> the word um look at the little foot bean marks <laughs> little toe beans <laughs> that's what they're called yeah <laughs> foot beans oh my god okay <laughs> so um Many people have also suggested that she may be in the lake. However, this theory has been proven highly unlikely as a team of professional divers. I was going to say they use the divers. There's no way, yeah. like, okay. How deep is this lake? Not very deep. I think uh, it's, yeah, 22 feet at its deepest. Not deep. No. Uh, also, not that deep, bro. <laughs> also, cadaver dogs searched the parameter of the lake during the early stages of the search. I said parameter, but I meant perimeter. Um... And they didn't find anything. So the fact that there was, they, they at least know that she wasn't dead. Yeah. Um, it should be noted that the lake is fairly small at 120 acres. And I already said that it was 22 feet at steepest. And it's also a reasonably clear lake. It's not like muddy and gross like all the lakes here in Texas. Because um, they fake. Yeah, they fake. <laughs> There's only one natural lake in the state of texas every other lake is man-made yep just fyi yep. which one's the real one white rock i think yeah mm. spooky spooky white rock's super spooky oh, okay. white rock is super spooky um rick Beatty from the vanderhoof search and rescue said that like the mounties a lot of people assisting the search came to the conclusion that she must have left via vehicle because there was no evidence to indicate that she left by foot yeah since there was no sign of a struggle and Maddie was able to collect her keys and cell phone before leaving, this implies that Maddie was convinced to go of her own volition. Okay. So. Daytime. Abduction. Like if, if a gun had been pulled on her. But she collected like, her keys and phone. They were like, take your keys and phone because that. I'm not giving them to me. Oh. Because then you can't get away and call anybody. Oh. And I have a car. Yeah. And I have a gun on you and do what I say. Really, yeah, they could have just, they could have been like, I'm going to come back for your truck to steal it. Yeah. Whatever. They could have said anything. Um, okay. So. But you don't turn it off until 8 a.m.? Maybe that's when they like, cool, we robbed this chick. And then like, they woke up and they're like, oh shit, the phone's on. They can track us. Yeah. I, I mean, know. who knows? So. This is my last part. Or they um, did it when she woke up. Yeah. At a.m. We don't yeah. know. We don't know what happened. This is true. Yeah. So some have suggested that Maddie went missing as part of the Highway of Tears cases. Oh. So. Um, I was about to ask. Native Canadians, right? They're not all Native. Oh, okay. Um, but the majority of them are. And it's been like in the media in the sense like those particular cases haven't been given enough attention. Of course not. Which we know why, so. Um, Is it maybe racism? <laughs> maybe. Excuse me, Alex Trebek? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
For unknown reasons, the family has fought hard to keep her name off of this list, however. Which, like, I can understand from, like, a parent point of view to be, like, I don't, I don't think that that was what happened to my daughter or whatever. But, like, I don't think it could, I don't think it should be ruled out. Can you explain um, a bit what more the, about the yeah, tears? Yeah, I have more. So, Wait. it should be noted that at least two disappearances along the Highway of Tears corridor had similar circumstances in that women disappeared and items of value were left behind or had some similar characteristics. So if you look up Highway of Tears, usually a, a map comes up and you can see... Highway 16 is on the map. Yeah. Okay. Can, it's kind of like a, a curve. Yeah. Um, it's and, like Route 66 on... in the u.s yeah so like basically the assumption is that they are like um either transients or truck drivers that oh. take this route um mm-hmm. and you can easily either be picking somebody up like that needs a ride or Jeez, so many take someone uh on purpose but like, um, I, I, yeah, Wolf is, yeah. So, uh, the two other women who had, um, wow. similar circumstances to Maddie's disappearance were Bonnie Marie Joseph and Anita Florence Thorne. Joseph's wallet was found with it, with an uncashed check near a lake, um, near Fraser Lake, which is not the lake. It's a it's a city or whatever. Um the city is Fraser Lake. There's a lake in Fraser Lake. It's confusing. So so Joseph was last seen hitchhiking outside of Vanderhoof. Um oh. and Thorne's purse was left in her unlocked car and her cell phone and keys were among the things missing along with her. Oh. Anita Thorne went missing in Prince George. And her car was discovered near the Shelley turnoff outside of Prince George. Thorne was also described as someone who would give the shirt off of her back for someone in need, which is similar to Maddie. Maddie. Uh, And you're more vulnerable that way. Yeah. Because if someone, and this is, I, I constantly bring up Ted Bundy, but he's such a, it's such a case that you can point to and be like, this is why people listen to him. And, like, did what, what he, he said. Wanted. Yeah. Other than the fact that he was charming, he would, like, pretend to be hurt. Yes. And need help. Yes. And if you're a nice person, you're probably not going to say no. Although women slash children, if a grown man needs your help, they don't really need your help. Just saying. So even if they have a broken arm, find another dude to help you. Don't ask women to help you. Not to be sexist or anything. But a dude's going to ask another dude if they, like, genuinely need help. Like, like lifting a fucking something. canoe. Yeah. yeah. That's what he... Or a boat. A boat is one of the ones he <laughs> does. like, get a dude to help you. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, if you're trying to... Like, even if, like, the cute dude is trying to pick up a canoe, like, he's going to do something to, like, impress you instead of, like, shove his weakness. Like, his lizard like, brain is going to do that. to help me. They're yeah. not... They're going to try to do it themselves. Anyway. Like... Oh, I'm so strong. Look at this canoe. I'm this strong man. Instead of like, I mean, like I it's have the, a broken arm. Can you help me? 
like lizard brain i don't know or like whatever social mechanisms mechanisms is that the word that like a girl is gonna be like i can't open the jar you know i can't lift my kayak (laughs) that makes more sense but whatever there might be i can't lift my kayak (laughs) kayaks are like like noticeably light yeah (laughs) which is the funny part okay so here's a picture of her camp I also want to ask if does this come back to Highway 16, and it does because that's the yeah highway that I mean when Wolf pulled up the picture. So because I was obviously like reading on Reddit stuff to see what people's onions were about it, uh, and a lot of people were like, "I don't think it's Highway of Tears," and I'm like, "I don't think that that's a fair thing to completely eliminate because first of all, so many fucking women have disappeared off of this." stupid road and the town surrounding it and like it could be anything because you obviously haven't figured out who it really is and i don't necessarily i I also think think it's jordy or whatever yeah i don't necessarily think it was somebody she knew however i do tend to fall like it was probably someone she knew because why would she have been convinced to get into somebody's car and do you think it was like were there signs of struggle they said no. No, there's not. There's no yeah, struggle. So that, makes, that points more to someone she knew. Exactly. I don't. I don't know though. I mean, I mean, there's use, there's, there's yeah. outliers in every single kind of yeah example we could give, but you know, who knows? It's just incredibly sad. So you know. Hey. All right. <laughs> True. I can't lift my kayak in here. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> It could be. It could be a potential title. Um, strap yourselves in for that was so emotionless. Let's try that again. Strap yourselves in for the case of John, poor sweet Johnny Gorsh. Gosh, gosh, damn it! Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mistyped this. Yeah. Let me try that one more time. (laughs) Three, two, one. Strap yourselves in for the case of sweet little Johnny Gosh. Almost at Gorsh again. Okay. Uh, thank you to Wikipedia. There is an amazing documentary on Netflix. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Wikipedia. All that's interesting.com and my favorite source, Reddit. Yeet. And that's how I found this one, actually. I looked up, um, like, creepiest... Wildest, weirdest, whatever. Un- no, this one's sad because it's a child. I mean, they're all sad. Monica, why do you? But it's a child, so why it's do extra you say sad. no? Creepiest, saddest on Reddit. I it's mean, not- it's creepy. It's it. You'll see how it's creepy. I gave you a breather with Beyonce. Yeah, I. Sorry, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, honest to God, was like. That oh, was- the Denver International Airport, it's kind of stupid, except it's not. And so. then it got creepy. It got really creepy. It got really creepy, and then a dead person called us, so. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, you heard it here first. A haunting of Emily Throne. Did you say Thrawn? Throne. Because, you, you know, Thrawn. like, Emily Rose, Emily Throne. Isn't that? Oh. Yeah, whatever. Okay. No one understands me in this world. Isn't it the exorcism of Emily Rose? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because it's like a haunting on the hill or whatever. Who cares? It's the conjuring. haunting of Molly Hartley that you're thinking of. All these things I don't know of. I have the haunting of Molly Hartley. Chase Crawford's in that movie. Woof. It's not a good movie. I got it from Blockbuster. When I, Rip um, Blockbuster. When Blockbuster was going out of business. So... 
The cool thing about when Blockbuster went out of business was like it went out slowly. Oh. So there would be like some. One that went out of business nearby and then another one that went out of business nearby. It'd be like one at a time. And so my mom and I would go to all of them and mm, just fucking bye. buy all the DVDs. <laughs> That's smart. They were so inexpensive. I, I think one time we left with like maybe 15 movies and it wasn't more than $50. Like, That's anyway, really smart. That was one of the ones we got. It was such a bad movie. Like I'd never seen it, but I only got it because Chase Crawford was in it. <laughs> Hi, Chase Crawford, who lives here locally. Hi. Hi. You are my, f- not my first celebrity crush, but you're probably one of the top five what's up wow he wasn't on your list though okay okay he i don't have like as hmm chase crawford is like i would marry him and then like marlon brando young marlon please god i uh, is like hubba, hubba. <laughs> yeah okay so i'm gonna cool myself down because i'm about to talk about a 12 year old dying maybe no he's not but okay so a little bit of background johnny gosh was 12 years old in 1982 math when was he born 1970s thank you so like countless other i love how she answered her own question because she knew neither of us <laughs> were <getting it>. I, <laughs> I was like oh I was about to panic. I was about to be like, no, dude, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Thank you for answering your own question because we both were this like. not math class. <laughs> Dear Lord. Um, like, super common thing in the 80s, he had a paper route. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was born in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> yep. Des Moist. <laughs> Damn Des Moines, it. Iowa. His uh, mom and dad are named John and Noreen, which just she is the greatest. Sweet, sweet names. So wait, John is John a junior? Johnny, yeah. Johnny's a junior. Johnny, we'll call him Johnny. Okay, like Johnny but, like, Toe. We, like I'm talking about it. Whatever. He went by Johnny. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he was like super reliable, and then he eventually like he never delivered a paper late wow and um dang when, to have that as a 12 year old like right shit. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about when we were like that's 12 dedication. that is dedication there were, there were like those good shiny little like shiny penny boys that were like just good kids you know they weren't all like i didn't go to school with a single good boy he was like super reliable and like comment as a 12 year old like that's so sweet but um on the morning of september 5th when some like of his neighbors were didn't get their paper they like called his parents like hey is like little johnny sick and then they realized like something was completely wrong because he's like a reliable kid he's not gonna like i don't know go to the pop shop and get some coke on my route to yeah exactly coke as in (laughs) soda coke as in soda not as in Cocking. You see, I thought you were going to say, like, go get some cigarettes. <laughs> I thought y'all were like, Coca-Cola. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, like, cigarettes, but whatever. Cigs as a 12-year-old? Yeah. I mean, okay. Dude. My dad started smoking at 12. So the neighbors called his parents, and his parents freaked out, and that's when they realized something was really wrong, because it's like... He just left. He did. they fine. Not even that, just like... Uh... 
he he yeah he doesn't do that he doesn't do that he's not gonna like go off and go well i was around or like saying that because the the neighbors were like oh is he sick or something yeah you know he wasn't sick because he left and was doing the paper route also he had his dog with him um they immediately called the police and did you not know that it was a wiener dog um and there was no no or a demand for ransom. The police ruled that the case was not a kidnapping, and they waited 72 hours before declaring Johnny missing and then began searching in earnest. So it took them 45 minutes from, like, 10 any, blocks any away. indication that he was gone? Uh, like, you're saying... 45 minutes from the time they were notified. To them showing up. Yeah. Yeah. So it took them 45 minutes for them to show up from 10 blocks away. And in that 40 minute, 45 minutes, Doreen walked to every single neighbor's house, every single person on that paper route, talked to every single one of them and like wrote down information. She got a description of a car. She got an, um, a description of a man that Johnny had previously seen like a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, yeah, there's this like stocky hispanic man that like gave me the creeps and like oh my god approached me uncomfortably basically and then someone said that they saw that person again oh right and um so in those 45 minutes that the police in the 45 minutes and like she did more work than they did they showed up and they were like i don't see a cause for alarm he's a 12 year old it's like no you don't understand i know my son basically So, um... Also, didn't they say that it was 72 hours needed to pass? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This but, was back but, in the day when that... When that rule was still intact. Yeah. Also, just an FYI to anyone listening, it, you, you do not need a reason to put someone on a missing, per, missing persons report. Like, a reason. Sorry, that's not what I meant. There's no time frame to, like, today... Like there's like if a, if the police is like you should probably wait 24 hours you do not have to just keep pushing and pushing and they will have to let you fill out a missing persons report. So don't listen to anybody who says that you have to wait a certain amount of time. Okay, continue. Uh, I'll just mention it now because we're like really hitting on it. But uh, the parents eventually passed the Johnny Gosh law, which like eradicate or like took out that 72 hour rule for oh. kids. For children. For children. But now it applies it's to everyone. everybody. Yeah. Go them. They deserve. They're, they're fucking amazing yeah. people. Uh, so because they were so frustrated with the sluggish response from the law enforcement, which I mean, like, f- yeah, fair enough. Uh, I mean, not even fair enough. Like, absolutely. They went on TV and distributed over 10,000 different posters with their picture, their son's picture on it. He was also, little sweet Johnny, was the one of the first children to be put on milk a cartons. Milk carton. Oh. He wasn't the first one. A, a girl was. Yeah. But he was like the second, second. one oh. yeah yeah um and uh, unfortunately like some of these efforts backfired and people were like absolute dicks to them and they got a lot of crank, crank calls, calls prank calls yeah and a lot of fake trails it happens in a lot of missing it does. Persons cases, yeah. though, especially with children did y'all know about the recent one that just happened no okay so it was eerily similar to my nicholas barclay story oh um this young boy was six and his mom took him out of school one day 
Um, and like the father didn't know about this and she was like, there's, um, a death in the family. I need to take Take my son out. So, uh, and then there wasn't, and she had taken him to like water parks and the zoo or whatever. And then they went out of state and were staying at like a motel or something. And then like three days later, she committed suicide. And when people came there, the boy wasn't there (gasps) and they have no idea where he is. Like she left a suicide note basically saying like, he's in a better place. It kind of alluded to her having like given him to another family. Um, but that might be true. She might've killed him too. We don't know. Except last week, a boy came forward and said, like, I escaped my captors. I, I'm him. And I was taken, but they did a DNA test right away, and it's and not him. Sorry. It was, like, a fucking 28-year-old guy. Oh, my gosh. Like, it makes me sick to my stomach. That someone pretended to be, be... a missing child. Like, <sighs> uh, anyway. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it was just, it was a uh, current event, so. So, uh, one of the first leads was like I mentioned prior was two witnesses saw Johnny talking to a man in a blue car on the morning of his disappearance. The trail went cold. There is no license plate. Um, uh, another missing boy by the name of Eugene Martin went missing in Iowa soon after just a few months before Eugene's kidnapping a local private investigator named Sam Soda. Soda? Shouldn't he been called Sam Pop in Iowa? Ah. Boom. <laughs> uh, I'll be uh, here for the next ten minutes. So, um... Before Sam... I kill her. What? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My heartbeat, like, went skyrocket. <laughs> She's scared of you. <laughs> I, like, literally am. And she lives too close to me. I'm scared. Um, So Sam Soda, the PI, told Noreen, called Noreen and said that there will be another kidnapping. It will take place the second weekend of August 1984, and it would be a paper boy from the south side of Des Moines. What? Eugene Martin was kidnapped the second weekend of August 1984 from the south side of Des Moines, and he was a paper boy. Is there a pattern? Is it only paper boys? There's a pattern then. According to evidence, both kidnappings are connected. So I'll explain the pattern in a little bit. Um, So another thing was Johnny's picture. Yeah. So evidence, like, eventually the police, they they found out that Johnny's picture was shown to several people the night before uh, he was abducted. So basically, like, someone's walking around like, Do you know kid. Someone? Like, yeah. how creepy is that? That's horrifying. And a witness saw Johnny being photographed on his way home from school by a man two weeks before the kidnapping. She reported it to the police with a license plate number. However, taking photos isn't a crime. No. But taking photos of a little kid should be. I don't know. Whatever. Well, it, it's like, isn't there a parental consent? You I think can't... in some states. Like, or you like can't making be money. without your permission. But like, that's uh, 
I don't, it might not be in Iowa or whatever. Okay. I don't know. Um, I found out this week that in Louisiana, they, which this doesn't surprise me at all because Louisiana law is like ridiculous, but um, apparently you can like record somebody and they not know it and it's legal. What? So like, voc- like vocally or like videotape me, I could just be like secretly videotaping oh. her. And you can, like, use it in a court of law. You can use it Yeah, there's interesting laws about Yeah, that. there's a lot of interesting laws. But, like, laws a lot of states, you have to have somebody's permission. Expression, yeah. But I think, like, so, for instance, like, in New York City, because they're filming shit all the time, they don't have to ask every single person, like, can, can you, <laughs> like, we um, are filming. Like an advertisement or something. Yeah, they, like, don't ask people. But I think in L.A. You have to. They, like, have to cordon off areas and be like, you can't. You have to sign this piece by. of paper or yeah, if you like, want um, I think Karen told the story on My Favorite Murder because she used to work for the Ellen Show. And she... You have yeah. to follow... She, like, yeah, she would be like, if someone said something funny, like when they would do like on the street skits or whatever, yeah. they'd have to run after that person and get them to sign, sign something. The they'd be like, hey, like we have to get your permission to mm-hmm. use you on mm-hmm. our show. So. I mean, if you've seen Impractical Jokers, they have to do that, too, or just, like, blur, blur out their faces. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or they can't use or it Or they can't all. use it at all, yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Wild. I doubt there were any laws like that. No, time. 100% not. With uh, the, with the like, I feel like with the upgraded technology, yeah, I think that's, that's exactly when that's... why they have yeah. to have laws like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like... But, like, it's creepy. When yeah. I were talking to my brother and, like, we discussed, like, random, I don't know, I think we were watching, like, Suits or some show, and it was, like, a recording, and he was like, yeah, that wouldn't be admissible in court because, like, he doesn't know he's he being recorded. He's it's like, yeah. how do you get someone or whatever? But, um, so, taking photos is not a crime. The police threw away the license plate number and no report was filed. Two weeks later, Johnny was gone. I think if a creepy man, you keep it just in case a creepy man ends up acting upon the photos that he's trying to take. Or, you know, like, if he's taking photos of young children that he's not related to, maybe he's a pedophile. You know what is illegal? Having kitty porn on your laptop. Yeah. That's a good way of getting someone. Yeah. You have a license plate number. You have where he lives. You have evidence that he was taking photos. photos. You can ask. You can go to a judge, get a warrant, you yeah. know, get him for kitty porn, or find out that he has. Or like at least a get a basement. search. You can get a search warrant at least. To exactly. Say, hey, you, we have you. You we have You're reasonable <laughs> reasonable suspicion that right. Like you if might you can be call a pedophile. The cops on a black person just walking around in a neighborhood, I can call the cops on a creepy dude just taking pictures of kids. Yeah. Or you and sh- if cops can show up and put someone on handcuffs, you can do that to the creepy dude taking pictures of kids. Yeah. Off that pedestal. So, Paul Bonacci. I like this. Well. I don't know. Yeah. I have thoughts about this, dude. Me so, too. in 1989, remember, he went missing in 1984. We are five years later. Paul Bonacci provided his attorney, John DeCamp. DeCamp. Um, Paul Bonacci provided his attorney, John DeCamp, with information that he participated in the abduction of a Des Moines. Des Moines. Fucking Iowa paper boy. This paper boy was named Johnny Gosh, and his testimony provided a great deal of information about Johnny and the case. However, local authorities refused to interview him, questioning his credibility. But I 
don't have this written down, but I vaguely remember this. I think he gave information that they like saved to find out. You know how like they like you don't give that information out to the public. Yes. Yeah. Just yes. in case so that you know that person's telling You're the right. truth. He's yeah. Like, yeah. And um, So then why wouldn't you interview him if he, if there's that They do. Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe it goes all the way to the top. Because it does. There's a conspiracy <laughs> with this anyway. Sorry, we'll is. get there. there we'll get there. I mean, it's actually proven to be true. But whatever. So 1989, 21-year-old Paul Bonacci uh, told his lawyer that he had been inducted into a sex ring with... I've heard of the story. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty famous. With uh, Gosh when he was a teenager and was forced to participate in his kidnapping, right? Yes. So Gosh met Bonacci... Wait. On his route. Yeah. And uh, Noreen met with him. Sorry, John, the dad, met with him and believed he was telling the truth. Oh, yes. The mom later met with him. She met him in prison. uh, He told her things that he could only know from talking with her son. As in a birthmark on his chest, a scar on his tongue, a scar on his lower leg, and a description of a birthmark that had been wildly, although a description of a birthmark had been wildly circulated, information about the scars had not been in public. And I feel like my mom would know about my scars. Yeah. Like, um, and Bonacci also delivered a statement that Johnny had when he, when he was upset. The FBI and local police did not believe him uh, as a credible witness in the case and have not interviewed him. And, like, I can't remember the exact details, but basically he was brought in on, like, other charges. Yeah. Uh, and he was, like... I, I'm yeah, actually, yeah. He's going to be in jail for a long for a while. time. Yeah, yeah. They talk about it in the documentary. And it's, like... If he's already in for kidnapping... Could kidnap someone else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Bonacci accused the Republican Party activist and businessman named Lawrence King Jr. Or Larry King. But not the Larry King or the King. This is the one with Black like, Larry King. <laughs> he is. Who not, also, not Jewish Larry King. Um, he was the director of the Franklin Credit Union in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, so, he accused him, a leader in politics and finance, uh, of running an underage prostitution ring and victimizing him since an early age. And this has been proven true, by the way. So, according to numerous reports by Bonacci, Michael LeVay, the, San, the, the son of Anton LeVay, which I think is the leader of the Church of, Satan, Church of Satan, yeah. and Johnny Gosh himself... Johnny was taken by a highly organized and very corporate global pedophile pornography ring. Evidence links to the same porno pedophile ring in the 80s congressional call, sorry, congressional callboy scandal. Oh my God. And um, another reason why they didn't think Bonacci was credible was uh, that he was diagnosed with multiple personality disorder. But you can have, these are independent things. You can have a mental illness yeah and still tell be the tra- like, tell the truth yeah. yeah yeah why um also the multiple personality disorder probably stemmed from extreme trauma, trauma. yeah so, this, yeah sexual physical why that might be happening mm. being taken from your home yeah um, having to commit crime 
yeah. forced oh. to forced to hearing like young boys cry and go through the pain that you just gone got through. through yeah so um the mom claimed her son visit her one day but it had to leave for her safety. So in 1997, 15 years later, Noreen Gosh woke up to the knock on her door at 2.30 a.m. Um, and the unexpected visitor came in with someone else and he pulled open his shirt to reveal the familiar birthmark on his chest. Oh my gosh. Noreen claimed that she recognized the visitor right away. Like, he like was at the door. He was like, Mom, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. And this man was now her 27-year-old son, Johnny. Oh my gosh. And according to Noreen, he was accompanied by a man that she had never seen before. He, uh, Johnny told her that he was living in danger and refused to say where he was living, but he just wanted to come in come by and say like i'm alive mom like don't worry but i'm alive you know um and every time he would talk he would look to the man for approval to speak speak yeah and um his hand handler maybe yeah or just like one of them uh and she told the police all this and they didn't believe her because of lack of evidence do we need a pause oh no um, and Noreen believes what her husband, or wow, sorry. Noreen believes that her son was captured by a child sex ring, which, yeah. you know, I believe too. And, um, taking them. yeah, yeah, that yeah, part, yeah. So, uh, they took him to the location where they said it happened, but it was also like mixed up in it as well. Uh oh, the dude. What's his name? The guy who Minachi. Yeah, Minachi. So in the um movie, yeah, in the documentary, right. he like takes them to this house that he says was he had taken Johnny. Yeah, and like they there's like this whole basement and un- like underneath oh that this home. Like no one lives in this home. I think it was like um vacant. Yeah, but what's the word when you it's taken back from the government? Oh, oh, re- rest. No, no. I know it's not sure. Yeah, foreclosed. For- yeah, I oh. think it was like a foreclosed home. Um, which makes sense because why would you be paying for a house if you're having a uh, sex, sex ring, ring and you don't want anyone want to know, know about it? There. Yeah. So it's and foreclosed. then it gets seized by the government. Yeah, you, you've already bounced anyway. Whatever. Yeah. I think it makes sense. But um, and like. There were like things down in that basement that corroborated his story. Like I, I don't think there were chains, but I think there were like clear places where people were probably like tied up and stuff. Anyway, so um, other things that were happened in this conversation that they had was that he told her that um, he was getting released because he was too old. Which? And uh, for his safety, he was going to go into hiding. Oh, sorry. And one of my other uh, sources for this case is the Johnny Gosh Foundation. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, even the father didn't believe her. Oh gosh, um, they, they're not together. Anymore. A couple of people Obviously. thought it was a prank. Like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people break up after something horrible yeah. happens to them. Um, and at some point, she opened the door to find pictures on her doorstep of children that were being tied up. <gasps> and the children were identified as missing children from Florida. 
Um, and one boy, one picture of a boy was, uh, Hit. never was. And, um, she thought it was her son, like, tied up. Yeah. And, um, okay, so the FBI eventually was involved and they were just, like, so sketchy. And I think it was because it was, like, involved in, like, a bigger politics and a yeah. way bigger thing. And, um, so, yeah, so the, the thing where the parent, or Bonacci, like, led them to this house, which, like, he's in jail, like, how, why would I mean, he like, be lying? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, like, there's no reason to. And, he's already in there for kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. Everything he was saying was true. Like, why would they think he's lying? And he also wasn't asking for, like, money or Trying to get out He wasn't trying to get yeah. out. He was like, I want to be in jail for what I did. Like, he was clearly remorseful. Just so sad. Like, he was the forced whole, to do it. The whole part where Noreen, because she, I think she had this documentary made. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was her. Mm-hmm. The foundation um, had it made. Yeah. And so, like, the whole part where she's describing meeting him, like, meeting Manachi, well, like, that whole entire part, like, it was heartbreaking because she doesn't blame him because she knows that he, he was, was also just, in this yeah. ring. And she's like, I mean, my son's gone, but I believe your story. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I believe you? So so the FBI uh, refused to answer any questions about the case. And they also were asked to be interviewed for the documentary, and they said they would be as long as none of the questions involved were about the case or something even close to that, which is like... The documentary is called Who Took Johnny? What... What's your best lemon bar recipe? Why Why are we going to involve you? Like, tell me about who do you think like the, the Comey trial. I don't know. Do you like Beyonce? <laughs> do you? Do you think she's a do part of the Louis Beyonce is Solange's mother? <laughs> is Beyonce with Obama? Kill shot. <laughs> um, so to wrap this all up in a somewhat nice bow, the Ghani. Well, no, I have more thoughts, but uh, the Johnny Gosh bill passed in. Uh, which required police to investigate missing child cases immediately rather than the 72 hours as they had in the Johnny Gosh case. And um, so there is the Johnny Gosh Foundation. Yeah. And they have, like, this FAQ page, which it's like, where do you think Johnny is now? And they're like, he's living in safety. He's like, he's alive, and he's in hiding for his own safety because of his involvement in this. Yeah. And um, there is, like... This other thing that I don't know if I want to like cut this out eventually, but whatever. So there was this other thing that um, there is this woman trying to do this podcast. I can't remember her name. Um, and she was trying to do kind of like an up and vanish, like investigative, like I'm not oh, Syed, yeah, like investigative podcast. But she went about it really weirdly. And, oh. like, the Johnny Gosh Foundation was, like, do not talk to anyone. Do not talk to her. Um, I think she was, like, trying to do it, like, raise money. Oh. For herself. For herself. Oh. Instead of, like, for the foundation or, like, even, like, yeah, food and water. I don't know. Like, she had a GoFundMe page before. Like, the, I can't remember the specific details, but it was really weird about it. Um, yeah, that's it's not a popular podcast, so <laughs> sorry. So, uh, finito. So, something I wanted to add. 
the the police are even more fucked up than what she talked about because in the documentary, she, Noreen says that the chief of police at the time was like a a known alcoholic. Like he got fired from the police force like relatively soon after this. Oh my gosh! Like a couple of years later. Yeah. Um, couple of years well you know um i don't remember the exact amount of time so give or take i don't really know but i mean even though like that shouldn't have been a year or more it should have been had an alcoholic chief of police, yeah period, period. But, yeah yeah so and like at one point he hit because she was like fuck this yeah. i'm gonna try and figure this out since i know you guys aren't this was like after the all the initial searching and all of that um and so she would be going around town, like, talking to people, yeah. mm-hmm. asking questions. And I would also like to say, like, the people in their town were more than willing to help. Like, they wanted to help. Well, if Johnny, if you knew Johnny, then, like, and he brought you your paper, right. like, Or whatever. Ever. Like, it's a little kid from your town. Yeah. Like, of course people want to help. And he, like, went around, and he was shit-faced, but he, like, went around and was like, do not fucking help her. Like, she doesn't need Spirit it. Spirit campaign. Yeah, it was exactly like that. Like, she's just crazy. Like, you don't need to be helping her. What the? Is that horrible? What the? Like, then what happened to her son? Exactly. Like, you're not doing anything. Why can't she try and figure it out? Yeah, if it's not a active police investigation because you closed the fucking book, like, people... Well, you think he ran away? Yeah. Because that was their main... I mean, other than waiting 72 hours, they genuinely thought that he ran away. That I mean, was their so, story. again, so, like, if oh, you're... Yeah, show them a picture of him. Yeah, I mean, I've seen... I think I've read... <sighs> no, there's a kitty in the photo. No. I've read... I actually think I read something about this, because the documentary had come out or something. It's, it's pretty... No, I read it before, y'all. We did this podcast. Um, yeah, it's a pretty well-known. Yeah, if it's um, a pretty well-known case, I probably so read something sad. about it, because it it comes up... Like if there's a if there's a documentary or something, it comes up pretty regularly on stuff. The whole Lawrence King um, pedophile ring aspect mm-hmm. is um, like a well known issue. Everyone, this isn't just for the people in the room with me, but like everyone needs to go and listen to the last podcast on the left, like three part series that they did on the the fucking bank that it is. I forgot the name of the bank. Um, that's because that was what they like had it under. Oh my god! There, it's this whole like he Lawrence King had this like, um, I don't think island is what I'm thinking of, but like a whole like area of land that he set up for like a boys camp, <gasps> and he had set it up as awful like a man. day camp thing, awful but man. it was all like abuse. pedophile ring oh my abuse, god. and like. This is well-known, documented information. And like, didn't we he have proof that he did this? Didn't he like try and make it for like boys without fathers? Exactly. And boys it was without, like, like it, or, it was doing disenfranchised people. Thank you. Um, like to get kids out of gangs, to get kids out of their homes and doing activities. Oh my like, gosh! It, that was it, it. Was just horrifying, and this has all been proven. Like anyway, go listen to the three episode series that last podcast. He's still alive. Left. The Franklin Child Lawrence Prostitution King? Ring allegations. Yeah. The Franklin Child Prostitution. No, but the bank. What's the... The Franklin Credit Union. Franklin Credit Union. Not a bank, a credit Th- union. That's what their episodes are. Which is under. even worse. 
How dare you smear the name of a credit union? So, is he dead? Lawrence King? No, no. I think he's still alive. Is he Why? in jail? No. So. What? Yeah. Why? Because he's connected, powerful. That's exactly it. That's 100% that. it. Okay. Anyway, Monica, did you want to do your question? Yeah, let's do it. Let's <laughs> so do, we need a... We need a... I need uh, a... A cleanser? Yeah. That's your thing that you talked about. What are y'all looking forward to? Mm-hmm. That's such I a, can start. Yes, please. <laughs> um, such an open-ended so, question. Uh, next, well, I can like, what event are you looking forward to in oh, the okay. next week? If you want me to narrow it down, but um, can we do it next month? Yeah, whatever. Okay, <laughs> we make I, our own rules. The <laughs> question was as open-ended, and you want me to funnel it down? You can open it up again. <laughs> she tried to do what you asked. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, so I I have a couple of things I'm looking forward to. The first one is I'm going to. So one of my favorite singers uh, is called David Ramirez, and he's a Dallas-based singer. Yeah. And I was like rocking out on the highway. She, she was rocking out, but I need you guys to know that when she got here, she was like, I shouldn't She's listen like, to sad songs when I'm driving because I'm crying. Cry. Y'all would like David Ramirez. I'm like, not it's saying that I would. I'm not saying what I'm like. Oh, uh, he is doing this really cool thing. He has about like four albums right now. No, six albums. And, um... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he's playing every single song. Wow. From, like, two albums every single night. Wow. Super cool. And he's doing it at, like, a cute little coffee shop in, like, Dallas. And I'm going. And I'm really excited. You're going to have so much fun. And uh, then after that, um, I'll be going to California to visit my parents. But more importantly, to um, visit, like, my cousin, who's... (laughs) coming from Spain to go shopping because she found like $300 plane tickets and shopping here is like way cheaper than shopping there. Yeah. (laughs) And like her and her mom, every time they, she would like come and done when we were kids and her mom would come in with two empty extra suitcase like, bags. <laughs> Dear Lord. My mom and her mom would hit the, all the outlets. Yes, And outlet. fill up the bags. And other times she would buy an extra suitcase. Right. Oh, my God. Like, oh, she, my God. Her mom is awesome. She would come in for Black Friday. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah. I discovered this new American holiday. <laughs> American holiday. That's a good one. Like, one year, I think when we moved to Malaysia, she started going to Miami because it was like a touch closer and yeah. brought like six friends and they all went Black Friday shopping in Miami. I love that. Which is so funny. I yeah. love that. So I'm gonna go to Alcatraz with her. <gasps> oh my god. Spooky. I'm so excited. Oh my god. I'm so jealous. I want to go there so bad. Spooky spooky. I'm so excited. Snoopy snoopy. I will live Instagram it. Please. For yeah. Oh, my oh yeah. Get on our gram. Um, Get on yeah. our gram girl. And that's it. I mean, oh no, that's fine. What else am I looking forward to? I'm going to oh, Mexico man. with my mom in the end of May. Oh, that's September. We'll get I know, there. Whatever. <laughs> uh, which I'm excited because it's my first. I think mom gal mom daughter trip Aww. that we've done in a while, and um, it's this cute little town in Mexico that's like not beachy. It's like cute. Um, and then I'm looking forward to John Mayer in Woo! September. Yeah, we're going. Oh. Yeah. I will cry. Okay. Tears of joy. I'm done. (laughs) There's so much to live for. Um, 
If you're still standing, I can. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I am excited to go back to South Carolina in May. Wedding, right? I'm going to a wedding of one of my little sisters in my sorority. Oh, right. And yeah, my yeah. other little sister's going to be there, too. They're twins, technically. Technically. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was like. I didn't know not, that. Yeah, no, not I, actually, no, not like, twins. Yeah, they're it. from my, they're from the same pledge class, and I they're my it. the, little the, sisters. The sorority thing. Yes. The sorority families. Sorority families, yes. And then Wolf is going too, so Aww, it's really exciting because it's going to be his first time in South Carolina, Aww. and he's really pumped to see where, what kind of shaped me and let me be who I am more. I thought you were about to say what kind of shape the state is. Oh, hello. And I was like, it's like you're gonna be in it. You, you can can't like, really see it. it. Like, see it on a map if you're you really um, And then <laughs> Do have, it doesn't like, even make any sense. Fly over. <laughs> We're going to there's borders. That yeah, are borders not are drawn. very prominent. <laughs> Um, then we're also going to My Favorite Murder. All, oh all God, four of us. That is less than a month away. Literally all four of us. I'm so excited. When is that? It's, on, it's May 5th. It's a it's Sunday. May 5th. We, we, we're not going to not be here. I'm in town. Oh, okay. I fly you back have, that day. You have We're going to be in town. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. I forgot it was I that day. you guys. Yeah. I know. I bought my tickets, like, yesterday for, okay, to go okay. to California. And then... Um, what awesome. Oh. Oh, I'm going to Hawaii again with my fam in May. And then in August, I'm going to London for the first time Whoa. with my fam. Yeah, so I have no vacation left, but yeah. it's totally <laughs> for Christmas. Totally worth I Well, I get y'all, off. y'all are staying here. It's not like y'all go anywhere. The whole week? Yeah. My I do awesome. my company does holiday shutdown. That's nice. We shut down our facility. I appreciate places that Yeah. We, well we also it's a manufacturing plant so they have to recalibrate everything. Mm-hmm. And so they shut it they just do it That's for smart. Christmas. We uh we got an extra holiday uh announced like last month. Oh that's nice. For the day after fourth of July. Ooh. Ooh. That's like that's how it should be because it's literally yep. a Thursday and most people are going to take yep. off that Friday. Yep, and so they just preemptively did that. Did and that. I would have done that anyway because that's my birthday weekend i guess that doesn't need to oh be my in. God, yeah, yeah. whatever i usually just take off anyway yeah um but yeah. what are you excited for well i forgot about my my favorite murder yeah so now we can just all collectively be excited about that You're welcome um i am like this is so not <laughs> like special by any means but i was listening to the audiobook um this week bad blood by john mm-hmm. carrey Roo. Mm-hmm. he um wrote about the theranos slash elizabeth holmes scandal blood testing facility blah 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 like we'll get into it just, later yeah <laughs> like don't even worry about it but okay. um basically she scams sentence it was a scam Basically, she funneled money into a company that was lying about their tech. Oh. It was a startup company. Okay. I say that. And, like, the the board of directors and, like, the people investing in this company are, like, crazy rich fuckers. Oh. Like, we're talking about General Mathis. Uh, the Stanford. 
No, no, he was like a general in the army. Oh my god, he was like the yeah. And then uh, Henry Kissinger, <laughs> like I mean, these people are. I was like, about to say he was a surgeon general, but no, 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 he uh, wasn't. I, I'm gonna. You know what? I think Kissinger was involved somehow. He was. I'm yeah. telling you. Okay. Um, not important. I'll talk about it later. But, but anyway, this book came out. This this author John Kerry Rue was the Wall Street Journal journalist who broke the story oh about this yeah and anyway i've been listening to the audiobook karen from my favorite murder recommended it like ages ago two years ago um when the book came out and it was like before all of the hype because now people are talking about oh, it a lot yeah it was like he wrote the book after the wall street journal article and before any indictments were laid down because they've mm. already like a lot of them have already been indicted um but regardless, I have, like, an hour left of the audiobook. I've been listening to it all week. It is so fucking good. Like, I totally get why people have been, like, read this book if you want to know about it. But it's not even so much, like, the information because a lot of it I already knew. And there's this amazing podcast that the ABC Super good. News did called The Dropout about it. Okay. There's only, like, six episodes. They're, like, 40 minutes each. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really good. And it, like... S- Addicting. It, it Addicting. encapsulated the whole book. entire scandal really well. Okay. But the book, no, no one would have gotten any of this information if it hadn't been for this book. So I'll just say that if you want the root of all of it, yeah. go to the book. Um, but because there's so much science behind it, hmm. it's, it's complicated, especially if you don't have a science background. And even more specifically, like with blood technology, oh. it's very hard to understand just in general but he does such a good job of, of explaining like, and and in a way where you're not like boggled oh. <laughs> where you're like wait i have to rewind that because i didn't understand that's what good said. so good writing i think that with something like that it would be like any like a finance scandal like i would have a i would struggle understanding yeah. Yeah. it in layman's terms yes yeah. the book is just Read the book. I'm about to finish it. I'm excited to finish it. That's why. That's my thing that I'm excited about. So. Well, that's good. She's so fascinating. Do you know she's just like out about dude, and engaged to, engaged to a hotel year? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, dude. Do you not know? <laughs> do you read? And the he's news? like younger than her too. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, I think she's like really pretty, and obviously she's smart. Okay, whatever. I mean, she's just. Skinny blonde, skinny blonde girl, blonde but girl. she's not like remarkably. She's not beautiful. I would call her no, like a I think absolute average. Yeah, I just I think she's pretty. Uh, she talked in like a deep voice, but it was fake. But it was what? Was her real voice? Yeah, she just did this as part she's, of her. She talked like this to like all command the time, a room and it like oh. and used words more intelligently. Oh my god, she's amazing because she like captures everybody's attention but it was like she was just putting on a fake voice like i mean you wouldn't know you don't know if someone's putting on a and she wore like a black turtleneck trying to be steve, steve jobs. jobs yeah oh. and she was trying to do the uh, b- create she was obsessed with apple she was trying to create the apple of the bio okay. medical one of their like testing um things the 4s <laughs> it was like right after the 4s had been released also like um, she never blinked. Ew. It, it was really creepy. Out. <laughs> and she had really creepy eyes, and the way that she drew her makeup was Yeah, she, just... like, did not know how to do makeup, which 
doesn't surprise me knowing more about her, but whatever. Anyway. Yeah, and she, I think she was named, like, Glamour Magazine, like, Woman of the Year. Like, one magazine. The book does a really good job of, like, uh, highlighting, like, how fast she became, like, quote-unquote famous. Because she was, like, doing her shit, like, faking people out for much longer before she ever became, like, in the spotlight. Interesting. Yeah. Also, she was dating one of her, like... Oh my god, the CEO. No, she no. was the CEO. <laughs> she was dating herself. Didn't they take her out? I mean, she, the company doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> no. No, she was the CEO. But he Sunny. didn't have an official title. Like, he was just... He, I don't know how to explain it. It's really complicated. But she was... And he was, like, her, her right, right-hand person. But they were dating... And the board basically said, like, you can't date anybody on your staff, like, for, you know. Independence? Like, how can you make sound judgments? Like, right. I'm the, this is my baby, and you're, like, telling me, like, hey, actually, you know what? That's not the best idea. Right. But we're boning. They were not going to tell me that, you know? I mean, yeah, HR, obviously. Conflict of interest. Yeah, that's exactly it. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah. He was, like... 30 years older than her. He, I mean, like, it was weird. Anyway, stay tuned because I'm probably going to talk more about it eventually. So. Rate, review, subscribe! Thank you guys. Thanks. So much Bye. For Bye. Bye. Cut out.